What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of Technology Expresso Radio. This is Jacqueline Sanders and... Hi, Dave Blackman here. We're excited. We've got a great show for you. This is one of our traditions. Uh, We have every year had a special show on veterans, especially veterans as they transition into STEM careers. And this edition is co-produced, I I must say, by Diversity in Action magazine. We could not, we would not have our special lineup without the help of the president of Diversity in Action, Jordan Weiss. So first of all, I want to welcome Jordan uh, to the show. Hello, Jordan. How are you this evening? I'm great. It's it's a pleasure to be on the show. Thanks so much. I'm uh, you know, very happy to, uh, you know, get the people involved and to talk about this very important topic uh, about, you know, veterans uh, returning back into the workplace, because I think we should be doing everything we can to help uh, the people that are serving our country uh, and provide uh, ways and, and um uh, resources to help, uh, you know, get them back into the workplace. And obviously STEM is the growth area and, uh, you know, people that are coming back, uh, you know, from the, from where, wherever they're serving uh, definitely have uh, the necessary skills to bring uh, to the table. And, um, you know, we're excited to, uh, to help spread the word. So thank you for, uh, you know, thanks for, for having me. And, and we're excited also to have, um, you know, our other uh, two guests, three guests on the show to, uh, you know, to speak about this very important topic. Absolutely, absolutely. And we want to thank you, Jordan, and Diversity in Action magazine for creating this special uh, edition, the third, your third edition, as a matter of fact. Uh, we've gotten a copy of the first two, which were very well uh, put together, and this one here really resonates with me, as you mentioned, me being retired military, and this is uh, this will always be necessary. So we're go- uh, we really appreciate the timing of this edition from your magazine here uh, for yep. our military people in transition. It's something that will always be relevant. We can never do too many of these shows or see too many of these type magazines. Thank you for uh, focusing on this uh, very uh, special edition and um, um, uh, issue in need. Yeah, happy, happy to do it. You know, and, and, you know, and just so you know, in every issue, we do have a section called Serving Our Country that does highlight, um, you know, uh, what, 
organizations, what companies are doing, non-for-profits, uh, universities, as far as engaging um, and getting veterans back into the workforce and, and helping uh, on the education side. So, you know, it's, this is an issue where we had a chance to really put a lot, uh, you know, behind it uh, as far as, you know, from editorial content. Uh, but, you know, each issue, it, it's something that, as I mentioned, you know, is very important. Obviously, all aspects of diversity are, uh, but we really, you know, want, are, are making that effort to make sure that each issue is, uh, you know, has some sec- uh, some speaking uh, t- to the uh, veterans that are returning back into the workplace uh, on some level, so. Excellent. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and I want to let our listeners know um, they can go to diversityinaction.net and see an electronic copy of the issue that we're talking about. Uh, this issue, September, October 2015, it features Alvin Drew, uh, airman and an astronaut, and I may say he's African-American, so um, just proud of of the, the opportunity to see uh, diversity and, and a lot of different uh, aspects there, but also just letting uh, youth and young people know that there are opportunities out there, and if you put your mind to it, very inspiring story by uh, Alvin Drew. So uh, kudos to the uh, editor who we hope to have on the show very soon, Kate Colburn as well for putting this uh, this great issue together. Yeah. So let's let's move forward because I want to get to our esteemed guest this evening. There is a special article in the magazine, Veterans STEM Skills, Useful in Civilian Jobs. So I want to go to our phones and first of all um, introduce from Sedexco, uh Scott Sherman, who is joining us, and Scott is the Director of Talent Acquisition uh, at Sodexco. So first of all, I want to welcome you, Scott. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Well, thank you, and thank you for the introduction. I'm, I'm very happy to be here, excited to share about different ways that we recruit uh, veterans into our jobs and answer any questions that would be helpful not just for Sodexo jobs but in general veterans uh, entering the, you know, into the civilian workforce. Absolutely. Absolutely. So very, very um, glad to have you with us and looking forward to diving into that uh, even further. But I also want to introduce our uh, second guest, who is Eric Barch. Uh, He is the Managing Principal uh, for Veteran Support, Diversity, and Inclusion at CACI in Arlington, Virginia. So hello, Eric. How are you this evening? I'd like to well, uh, Eric, thank. Yes, can you hear me? Yes, please go ahead. Okay, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. No, I would just like to say uh, thank you for allowing me to have this conversation today. But secondly, thank you for allowing me to talk about something I think we are all deeply passionate about: hiring our heroes, our veterans. So again, thank you for this conversation. Well, excellent, excellent. Well, we want to jump right into and letting our audience and exposing them to the information that you both are, are going to share with us this evening. Um, so let me just jump right in and, and start with you, Scott, and allow you to kind of expand upon uh, Sodexo and what you do at Sodexo, uh, especially around veteran affairs. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll give a brief overview of Sodexo. Uh, we work largely in a business-to-business uh, relationship, so 
you, people may not have heard of Sodexo before, but we are one of the largest employers in the world. We have almost 500,000 employees around the globe in 80 countries. And what we do is we provide quality of life services, which we view as a largely unexplored area. It's a factor governing, governing individual and collective performance. So um, how that trend, you know, what that means, what are quality of life services? We do this through our various on-site services. We have benefits and reward services and personal and home services. Um, in North America, with that, what, what we largely focus on is on-site services, which in the areas that I specifically support in talent acquisition are facilities management, energy management, construction management, and uh, clinical technology management. So there's a lot of areas uh, within those fields that people who are working and you know, serving in various parts of the military have direct transferable skills coming into that. And so we have quite a bit of outreach to attract those individuals into our jobs. There's, uh, you know, whether it's, you know, you know, I, I think one of your questions, and correct me if I'm wrong, was going into some of the things that we do and to recruit veterans. And we, we, we work with a number of different uh, partners, whether it's going directly through TAP offices, the transition assistance offices, or with organizations like uh, Recruit Military, for example, where we post all of our jobs and we have we attend live and virtual job fairs with them. Uh, we have um, other partners like Corporate Gray. We've done uh, events with Military Mojo, uh, you know, or just networking with individuals on LinkedIn. Uh, we're very, very excited about a new program we're bringing on board. Uh, specific for the biomedical equipment technicians that we hire. Um, it's an organization called Medicine, and we are going into a partnership with them. And what Medicine does is they specifically target people who are transitioning out of the military, who may or may not have a background in specific in the biomedical field, but who have strong technical uh, mechanical, electrical aptitude, problem-solving skills, and they can go into this uh, fast-track program that is funded through a different number of ways, uh, including, you know, a GI Bill, but also other funding that medicine gets. And basically, they give, they, they train them on how to be a, biome a biomedical equipment technician in a hospital clinical environment, which that's where we operate. We do a lot of that type of service for our clients. And so we're very excited about this because we're going to contribute to that training program. Uh, but we're also going to be, uh, you know, assisting with interviewing skills and, you know, uh, resume writing, but even really considering those individuals for our jobs as well. Excellent, excellent. Um, just sounds like uh, Sodexco, and, and when I was reading and getting some, some background, and, and before I knew it, I, I realized I actually know someone that, that works with the organization. So uh, a very big organization um, and a lot of opportunities now and in the future. So people need to, to stay tuned, and, and we're going to dive a little bit deeper about those opportunities and the skill set specifically. But let me, let, me, um, let me direct my next question to Eric as well, so that you can give us a little bit of background about CACI. Yes, Jacqueline, uh, thanks for that question. Yes, CACI provides the IT solutions and services in support of our national security missions and government transformation for intelligence, defense, and federal civilian customers. 
are uh, we have over 16,000 employees and we're in 10 market segments, uh, business systems, cyberspace, geospatial, uh, security solutions, investigation, litigation, C4ISR, IT, healthcare intelligence, logistics, and material readiness. Uh, my title is the managing principal for veteran support and recruiting team. And we have a dedicated team, including myself, of four people, all branches of service. Uh, two of our four members are disabled veterans. Uh, two of the four are drilling reservists. And one of the uh, uh, members uh, is the executive director for a nonprofit called Final Salute, which is for uh, ending homeless female veterans. And the other one uh, is involved with a nonprofit, was the inspiration for uh, healing waters, fly fishing. And the reason I, I say that is uh, we provide one on one support to all veterans uh, that contact us. And we're able to empathize with them and uh, basically give them the support they need to find a job at CACI or, you know, we work with all the different companies. Uh, there's probably more people looking for, veterans looking for work than there are jobs. So we have no problem sharing all of our uh, applicants with other companies. And the second thing we do is we work with our veterans, uh, not just to hire them, that, but make sure they assimilate, they uh, uh, advance in the company, and so we make sure that uh, they have this successful transition. And uh, we have a mentorship program just for veterans, and we uh, link them up with other veterans in the organization at CACI, and they tell them about how the corporate world works. And uh, we also have a Veterans Employee Resource Group, where that's a form for mentoring, networking, business development, and also a venue for them to uh, bring up issues specifically to uh, veterans. And I would say our, our main mission is to find, recruit, and drive the military talent to our CACI recruiters and our hiring managers, and uh, again, make sure they assimilate, develop, and they're retained. Because I think that's, uh, you know, more important is to uh, make sure we keep them once we hire them. Excellent, excellent, and 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 I really, um, you know, I, I want to share and and for us to kind of share and bring our audience along, because some of them definitely may already be veterans and, and already uh, understand some of those things that you spoke to about assimilating and, and developing and, and then all the different uh, programs uh, for the, whether it's special needs, whether it's disability or the homelessness. And not everybody really appreciates how complex and, and the, the different issues. And so let me direct it uh, first back to Scott. And, and, Scott, you can talk about uh, Sodexo as well um, and helping people understand why there's the need for these special programs for the veterans and, and what Sodexo is also doing for them. Absolutely. Um, in terms of Sodexo, I think the 
a couple things. So first of all, um, you talked about assimilation, and I think as you're coming in, you know, you, you look at, you come from the, the military, which has a structure that you're very used to. Maybe you've been in four years, maybe you've been in 20 years. And then you come to Sodexo, or a company like Sodexo, and you have a whole new structure, and things operate differently. And so what, we have a very similar program, a mentorship program, and it's largely organized by our employee business resource group called Honor, which uh, specifically focuses on veterans and families of, of veterans or those serving currently. And so we automatically pair them up with a mentor through that program. And I think just having that person that isn't your boss, uh, isn't, you know, maybe not even directly in the, the particular part of the business you're working in, but can talk to things that someone should be aware of as they come into the workforce and the civilian workforce specifically. So, um, you know, anything from here's the basic web tools of how to get what you're looking for or, you know, here's, here's how Sodexo operates maybe a little bit different than the Army did or the Air Force did. You know, here's here's a good person you might connect with, and just making them feel included. Hey, we have this networking group, and and come join. And you know, we have some speakers, or we have some different events we're doing. I, I think that that's that that's one area that is that is really important. Um, we've uh, we've done some things in recruiting too. I think it's you know when you know just trying to understand whether you're exiting the military or a, a civilian candidate in general out there, trying to understand all the different companies can be overwhelming and understanding their structure and what one job title means at one company might not mean that at another company. And then you come out of the military and you're learning a bunch of companies all at once. And so, you know, we have the different tools like a crosswalk where you can translate your skills and work experience from the military into how that might translate at your, at this employer you're looking at, and Sodexo partners with direct employers that has a crosswalk. Um, the nice thing about that for a, a, a candidate is that it, it, you certainly can search that on Sodexo, but you can also say, well, I did this in the military. What other companies are a partner with direct employers? And you can search that there. So I think those are a couple of the things that we do, but we also we have a, a project team, a military recruitment team that comes across all of our disciplines, Certainly, the STEM technology areas are represented in our facilities management, uh, clinical technology management, uh, but also our other service lines are, are represented by that as well. And you know, some, you know, just even getting on the phone with somebody who has an interest and just kind of helping them make that connection. A lot of those individuals are on that team are also veterans or a spouse of a veteran, and they can really help to kind of just have that human voice. <laughs> to draw that connection. So those are some of the services. I know that we, you know, through our foundation, the Sodexo Foundation, we're very focused on uh, ending hunger, and we, we have a lot of programs through that. Uh, we are uh, a partner. Uh, we, we supply all the food service in North America to the, uh, to the Marines, and through that we partner with a lot of their programs as well. Generally, those are largely focused around hunger, uh, but certainly can get into other areas as well. Those are some of the examples. Well, that's fascinating, Scott. Uh, we appreciate that and uh, what Sodexo is doing, uh, dealing with that specific uh, issue, hunger uh, globally. Um, going back to uh, something you had said earlier and that you res that uh, resonated uh, with me and, and repeated as well um, was 
uh, the cross-training that your company provides for individuals coming out of the military that don't necessarily have the immediate skill sets needed to transition immediately to the marketplace. And uh, that cross-training uh, platform that you and your company has, uh, tell us more about that platform, please. Um, were you referring to the the program I mentioned, Medicine? Because that's not actually Sodexo. That's a it's another company that does that. Um, I, I'm not sure if that was the one, but you know, generally what we are targeting is someone who has kind of those core skills that they've developed in the military, and then our our kind of onboarding and training is more through mentorship and, and guidance through the manager to to get them more assimilated to Sodexo itself. But Medicent is a nonprofit organization. It's an international organization, and they um, actually do – they train individuals. They have a kind of an application process you have to go through, but they specifically target veterans. And they will – they have a, a, a fast-track program that in about six months you can get a very intense – training program on how to become a biomedical technician. And so all the different equipment in a hospital that you use to treat patients, whether it's MRI machines or hospital beds or, you know, whatever that is that is used to treat patients, that is very critical to a hospital because without that, they, you know, it, it can stop, you know, you know, operations. It can stop a number of things, and, and patients aren't getting the quality of care that they need. And so those technicians play a vital role in the hospital, and it's one of the services that we offer is that. And so we've partnered with Medicine, who will train veterans on how to become a biomedical technician. That's the program that I was referring to. Well, that's a, that's exactly what I was referring to as well, I'm, and I'm glad you uh, reiterated that. I think that's very important for our listening audience to hear uh, that uh, Sodexo uh, provides. That's really important, and thank you for that. Eric, so let me transition to you and, 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 and CICI. Uh, what skill sets do you see are in demand um, uh, for our military transitioning and coming to CACI, what what skill sets are you uh, do you easily place in the uh, in the in the job market, and what type of certifications and skill sets are do you like to see from those individuals coming to CACI? Yes, uh, when that's a great question, and referring to veterans that are coming out of the service right now, uh, we have. A, uh, it's called OPM Background Investigators. Uh, we have hundreds of positions right now that are open, and that is a very easy transition for veterans right now. So uh, I've been placing lots and lots of veterans. Uh, that's something where we provide them the training. They get uh, something called credentialed. They're credentialed, and uh, so... Right now, we're filling those positions. Uh, we're also filling uh, engineering, uh, project program managers. These are things that uh, veterans have skills to do. We also have logistics, uh, intel uh, positions. Seventy percent of our positions require clearances, and that's where we'll see, uh, you know, most of our veterans coming out with clearances. Uh, we've got cyber, you know, so there's a, a big demand for that. Uh, as far as uh, 
uh, credentials or uh, certificates. Uh, uh, those uh, uh, are uh, sort of job specific, uh, but uh, uh, we're, we're definitely hiring OPM background investigators right now. Well, wow, that's fascinating. I see a lot of opportunity, especially coming around, coming out of the IT sector from all the military. I uh, remember getting out of the military myself. It was a very smooth transition. I had my uh, job lined up before I actually retired. So um, I think that's important to be able to uh, transfer those skill sets, um, uh, writing a good resume, and, um, and picking up whatever credentials you can before you leave the military. There's a lot of opportunity there. The military pays uh, for, the, for some of those certifications. IT certifications, uh, even some of the uh, newer certifications, as you mentioned, around cybersecurity, the military will pay for those. Everyone usually, when you get out of the military, you've got a pool of days uh, still at your disposal. So when you retire, you're still uh, able to draw that regular paycheck uh, while you uh, uh, use up the remaining leave days. That's a good opportunity to uh, get into some boot camps and get the additional training to bring you up to date with today's technologies and uh, services. Absolutely. You know, I, I want to just underscore that both with CACI and Sodexo, uh, from, from what both Eric and Scott have been talking about, that these are two companies that care about their employees. That comes across loud and clear, and the, the fact that they have people that are in these roles and the, the various programs that you talked about. So it, 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 even in itself, you know, when you're looking and shopping around for an organization, it's not just uh, finding a job. Uh, it's about actually finding a, a family, so to speak, and finding organizations like CACI and Sodexo that really care about the community, care about their employees. Um, you know that there, there's a lot of longevity with organizations with that because they're, they're looking out for you and, and really looking at the, the special needs. And, and so let me direct my next question, I'm going to uh, let Eric take the, the first crack at the, the next question, which is, um, do you find that military, whether someone's been in 44 years or 20 years, are they apprehensive? Because everybody is a little bit nervous when there's change. And there is a difference between military versus kind of civilian or corporate life. And, and what maybe is some of the things that you see or advice that you might give someone that's not quite out yet, but maybe um, a little bit apprehensive about the, the, their next step and their journey. Yes, Jacqueline, that, that is something we see uh, uh, from the veterans we talk to, and, uh, you know, it, it is something new to them, looking for work, uh, interviewing for jobs. Most, some of them, you know, really have never had to interview for a job. They've just had assignments. So, uh, again, that is new to them, and uh, you know, from going through thousands of resumes, you know, I'll I'll see that uh, when the veterans do do their resumes, they they tend to be more generic and not addressing the specific skill sets you know that the employer is looking for, and uh, if they do have skill sets, you know, they're buried deep inside within the uh, the resume. And what we try to do is work with the veterans and just remind them. Uh, I always use the example, it's like speed dating. The recruiter 
you know, has about 15 seconds to glance at your resume to see if you have those desired uh, qualifications right up front. And if, if they've got to go search for those, they're not going to take the time to do that. And, uh, you know, trying to get the veterans to talk about themselves. They, they have a tendency, you know, it's been one team, one fight, and they don't like to almost like brag and say they did something by themselves. So uh, that, that's another challenge we have when we're working with them on their resumes. Uh, the, the veterans also are reluctant to uh, network, you know, prior to getting out. They, they don't like uh, or they're reluctant to tell folks they're getting out and they would like some help and, you know, pass their resume around. So that's something we work with the the veterans that are transitioning, tell them to start networking and, you know, uh, uh, use the social media, you know, get their LinkedIn account, uh, you know, ready, uh, you know, updated photos. And uh, this sort of goes back to some rules we always, uh, you know, advise veterans is don't apply blind to jobs. And what what I mean about that is see if they do have a veterans recruiting support team that they can reach out and be their advocate. Or if there's no uh, veteran support team, use LinkedIn to find a, uh, a veteran that's in that company that could be your advocate. Uh, so that's one of the things we advise, and that's what our team, you know, if, if someone contacts us, after we contact them, we will provide them sort of the inside scoop. Also, we, uh, you know, again, help them with their resumes. Once the resume is good, uh, they submit their job. Then we push it right to the recruiter, hiring manager. But we're also, you know, being military, we're, we're, we're brutally honest with them, too, if they don't meet the qualifications. So that's sort of the second thing we do with them is we, we get them to, read and understand what the job is asking for and if they, and be honest if they really have those qualifications. Uh, so uh, once we get over that, then uh, again, uh, we can help them uh, look for work. But uh, one of the most, uh, I'd say, surprising thing to the veterans is the uh, number of applicants that apply for positions you know, it's not uncommon to have 200, 300 people applying for one position. So that's that's sort of a shock to them. And uh, they're also frustrated because, uh, you know, with we get over 5,000 veteran applicants a month. Uh, the recruit, you know, we get over 25,000 uh, overall uh, applicants a month. So the feedback, you know, this is on the sort of the contracting world. Uh, they a lot of times they won't get feedback. So by going through a veteran support team, we could actually go in and see what's going on with the job, whether or not it's a firm position or a contingent position. You know, there's a big difference. A firm position is one we own, you can start working tomorrow. A contingent position is one that uh, we're bidding on. So the timing is different. It could be six months, a year. If you know, depends on if we win the contract. So. Uh, we can also look at salary, desire. So we, we give the veterans uh, sort of an inside look on what's going on with that uh, that position. 
but uh, they they do really appreciate when they actually hear back from someone. And uh, again, the beauty of our team is uh, a lot of veterans uh, can be uh, they're, they're frustrated, so sometimes they could be rude. But because you know I've got uh, wounded warriors that have you know PTSD, uh, they're empathetic towards them. They just don't you know even though they were rude the first time. They will go back to them and say, "No, you need to give me this, this, this. You got to do this." So, I, I think that's sort of special about our team. And you know, with all good programs, great programs, you meet, you need that support from the top. And we have it at CACI from the you know both the executive chairman of the board, Jack London, and the present CEO Ken Asbury, both of whom are are veterans and. Uh, you know, they told me from day one on the job that, uh, you know, recruiting, supporting veterans, disabled veterans, military spouses, you know, was my top priority, and also supporting our Guard and Reserve employees, which is another piece uh, that, you know, we do is taking care of uh, the Guard and Reserves and making sure that, uh, uh, you know, uh, they always get their jobs back when they return from active duty. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, thank you so much. Uh, and, and, and I mean, that makes it, it kind of clarifies and gives a, even myself a, a different perspective of the, the challenges. And I can see why that could be frustrating, frustrating. You know, right up front, one of the things you said is like some of them have never had to interview for a, a job. They just get their assignment. So that's a whole different world. And another thing that you spoke to, too, is that, it's sometimes a different language we have out here with the contract position, with the consultant, what's, you know. Uh, so that, that that's fascinating. And, and, Scott, I want to give you an opportunity, too. I, I don't know if you have something that you'd like to add to that from the perspective of what you see, some of the, the special challenges that veterans, and maybe even just some words of encouragement for them if they, you know, if at first it, it's a bit daunting and challenging. What What are your thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 I definitely agree that if, if you've been in the the service for a long time, you know, more senior in your career, you're, you're more, you know, the way you're promoted, the way you find new opportunities within the military and grow your career, has been very successful over those years. And now you're entering into a, a, a different environment, and so that can be, you know, I, I I've spoken with 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 veterans and just a lot of them have great questions. They're just trying to take it all in and understand this new, you know, a new area that they're jumping into. But I do think that the encouragement is employers are looking for the skills that they have, and it's just a matter of making those connections and understanding, you know, what that environment is and how you can translate. One of the things that we've done with our recruiting team is we've done a lot of training on uh, by that by our we have a special project team that kind of is our experts on this who are all recruiters so it's a peer type training but helping to show for the skill sets and the jobs that we hire for here are the types of positions that individuals would have held within the different branches of the military here's the technical schools that they would have gone to and we've shown them that and we kind of put the ownership on us to some degree we have a pretty aggressive outreach plan for all different types of recruiting but when we get into military you know recruiting veterans 
we have identified specific schools. You know, for example, the Fort uh, Leonard Wood Army Corps of Engineering School is great for our facilities management positions. And so we'll look for that on resumes, and we'll look for the different posts individuals would have held and positions they would have held. And, you know, take that upon us to help draw and help make that connection and, and to, to say, wow, this person, you know, they went through this school, they served all around the world managing these type of facilities. And then, you know, we have a model where our recruiters really are truly what we call a talent advisor to the hiring managers. And so we, uh, um, we don't just throw a, res, you know, a slate of resumes out there. We tend to explain to the manager, hey, we spoke with these candidates, and this is why we think this person's skills would align really well. And so we have that calibration call. And I think that you know, having that verbal conversation of once you've identified top candidates because of their background in the military, we've put that on ourselves to help translate that. So I think if you're – you know, there are other organizations out there that are recruiting like Sodexo and do this too. And, and I would, you know, I think that's an encouragement to veterans who are exiting, you know, if they talk with an employer and they identify that they have a really strong military recruitment program, I wouldn't, you know, I, I would still make sure you're trying to translate and show and how that relates to the job. But I think it's encouraging to know that more and more companies, I think, are also putting that ownership on themselves to understand the different job categories in the military and how that translates to their to their company. Thank you. Excellent. Excellent. And uh, you know, you know, to your your point as well. Just uh, the the support system and the the outreach, and I like what you said about you all kind of take the onus for um, helping them them pass some of that. And again, we have much respect for our women and men that have been in military service and who have served. So um, it is great that the organization has made it such that helping them to make that that transition and helping them through whatever, you know, the, the rocky road. As we've been talking about earlier, our yeah. very own David Blackman has himself made that, that transition. Absolutely. It wasn't it wasn't easy. I mean, I could sit here and say that I had that job lined up, that, that career job lined up before I retired, but there were no's. There, there were I'm sorry's, and, I, you know, so it takes time finding just those right opportunities that are going to mesh with your particular skill set and what you have in mind for yourself. Uh, some may be more technical. If you're looking to uh, get back and stay in the technical environment of a particular sector, great. But if you're transitioning to more of a managerial position, that can be a little bit challenging if you're coming from a technical environment. So uh, it's always good to uh, to have those people on the outside as well as the people on the inside because just about every branch has a TAP program is what we used to call it, Transition Assistance Program. It lasts about a week and a half, and we have people come through and talk to you about building your resume, transferring your, uh, your skill sets into uh, a resume, and how to talk about yourself as opposed to the team because it's about you now. I as opposed to we, and even still today, it's that's important uh, to talk about what your accomplishments were and not what your team's accomplishments are. It's not necessarily an easy transition, and I remember speaking to uh, uh, those people on the outside, the staffing agencies, and even the uh, the, 
the, uh, the corporations, uh, their recruiting and their HR departments. They really cared about the military, uh, and they really nurtured you. I mean, you, re you really ha feel like you're being nurtured as you're making that transition, and I'm feeling that with CACI and uh, Sodexo as well. So thank you both for what you're doing for the military. Absolutely, absolutely. And I just want to let our audience know, I just want to pause and let them know, we're talking uh, about veterans making the transition into STEM careers, and our, our show tonight was co-produced by Diversity in Action magazine, and we could not have done it without the president of Diversity in Action, uh, Jordan Weiss. And Jordan's still on the phone. And, and this issue, which, as I mentioned earlier, has Alvin Drew, the airman and astronaut, an astronaut on the front cover, um, and it has a wealth of articles and information, including the two gentlemen that are on the phone with us and uh, answering our questions, Scott Sherman from Sodexco and Eric uh, Barch from CACI. And, um, Jordan, I did want to give you a couple of seconds to tell people about the magazine and where they can get a copy uh, for themselves individually and even for their organizations. Would you share that, please? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, the magazine is free. It's both uh, in print and digital. Uh, you know, the easiest way to subscribe to the magazine is to go to the website, www.diversityinaction.net. And, um, you know, we attend a lot of uh, diversity conferences and career fairs that are niched in STEM. We have a lot of partnerships with, as you know, how we hooked up through the BD, you know, organizations like the BDPA, uh, the Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers, the Anita Borg Institute for Women in Technology, um, the National Action Council for Minorities in Engineering, uh, you know, just to name a few. And, and then we also have distribution at over 150 colleges across the country with significant diversity uh, representation in the STEM uh, field. So, I mean, as far as the content goes, uh, as I mentioned, well, I mean, speaking to, to this um, uh, topic about veterans. I mean, we cover uh, people from all diverse backgrounds uh, that are underrepresented groups like uh, Latino, African American, uh, Native American, people with disabilities, um, also uh, women, and uh, of course, uh, veterans. And, and, and we wanted to do a, uh, uh, an issue um, specifically around uh, veterans, and that, that's why um, or have, we had a lot of the content that was geared towards veterans and uh, companies and organizations that were helping to make veterans make transition back into the workplace, um, you know, which uh, these two gentlemen did a great job of really explaining how their companies are involved and, and how they're doing that. And, and you know, it's, it's kudos and testament to, to organizations like Sodexo and CACI that are out there, you know, really on the ground floor that are helping people that are coming back. Um, you know, in, in the military that, you know, I mean, getting a job, coming back to the, to the country that you're serving, uh, you know, it's like these veter veterans should have jobs. They should be here, you know. So being able to help, and, and it seems like, you know, you're doing such a great job on, on so many levels. It's, it's so important, and it's very important for us, and that's why, you know, with this issue, the uh, September-October issue that, that, you know, just mailed, we really wanted to dive into that. And, um, you know, the cover story uh, with Alvin Drew, I mean, you know, he's, he's an example. Obviously, um, he's really a, a 
very obvious, very motivated individual, um, being you know served in the Air Force and as an as an officer and and you know now a NASA uh, astronaut, um, you know to really showcase what you know uh, what can be done uh, where you know the sky's the limit, no pun intended. <laughs> you know um, as far as you know what what you can do you know in 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 this. Uh, field in the in the uh, STEM field, and and that's what we want to highlight. Um, you know the opportunities within uh, this niche, which actually is pretty broad. And I and I think um, you know Scott was touching on um, some things around uh, Sodexo with medical technology and and you know medicine and and you know I mean there's there's within STEM there's there's so many areas uh, that you know people can can you know really find jobs. Uh, in that, in the area, which is, you know, it's, it's large for it, it, the acronym, uh, it's, you know, you think science, technology, engineering, and math, but, but it's, it's also pretty open because there's a lot of other, um, fields within that, like, uh, you know, finance, uh, economics on the math side. And then of course we're talking about medicine and, um, and science. So we want to help highlight, uh, these careers, these opportunities, um, and of course, diversity, uh, around uh, and the individuals and the organizations that are really uh, promoting and highlighting the uh, the employees and the individuals that are responsible for for you know embracing diversity and and STEM careers. So, absolutely, absolutely. Thanks, thanks a lot for that, Jordan. Diversityinaction.net, everyone, uh, go there, download these magazines and. Subscribe, get a subscription to your table, to your home. These are the type of magazines and editions we need to see on everyone's coffee table for our young people to see, and, and so they can envision themselves in these very technical career fields, showing it's not out of your reach. We've got a strong African-American airman and astronaut Alvin Drew on this magazine. Each edition, you will see someone that looks like you. I guarantee it. I can't mm-hmm. wait to the next. True. Yes, yes. Yeah, so ab- absolutely. I'm Thank you. Thanks so much. And, yeah, I mean, that's a big part of it, too, is, you know, um, like you just touched on, you know, having this at the, the dinner table, the, the coffee table, to be able to have a conversation, uh, kind of crossing the um, – uh, you know, the generations, uh, father to son, mother to daughter, uh, just families being able to talk about, you know, look, you know, there, there's opportunity out there and, and, and we want to help highlight that. So, uh, you know, we're just excited to keep doing it and just want to uh, keep, keep highlighting and profiling, um, you know, our positive uh, organizations that are really promoting and embracing diversity and, and um, uh, embracing STEM. Absolutely, absolutely. It's a it's a global it's a global village now and everyone mm-hmm. needs to have a seat at the table. So we appreciate everything that Diversity in Action is standing for and they're and they're promoting. I can't wait until the next episode. I'm I'm, I'm still in this one. I, I you know, I have I have two episodes uh behind uh, that that are laying around somewhere here that I need to dive into <laughs> and well no, that's that's great. No, thanks so much, and 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 you know, again, um, you know, for for helping to to get the you know spread the word, and of course to um, also for Sodexo, CACI, you know, participating, you know, in this very important issue. You know, really appreciate um, having you lend your your uh, expertise and knowledge, and 
um, you know, to, uh, to our audience. I, I definitely know that um, they'll get a lot out of it. So, you know, appreciate that too. So, Hey, hey Jordan, this Absolutely. is Eric. I, I, I was just going to uh, follow on with, uh, you know, hiring veterans and diversity. Uh, when you do hire veterans, just by the, the nature of the armed forces, you are getting a very diverse hire, you know. Probably, right. Uh, and so that that's why, uh, you know, we really, uh, you know, go after veterans because, uh, you know, our customers are, you know, the federal government, they like mm-hmm. to see people that are diverse just like they are. So, uh, again, it, it's, it's, a, it's a win-win when you yeah. hire a veteran for diversity. Yeah, yeah, and it Ed, seems like, Ed, you know, what? go ahead, I'm sorry. No, 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 please. No, I was going to say, uh, just the skill sets, as you were talking about, you know, I mean, they, they use that term from the battlefield to the boardroom. Um, you know, being able to, and I mean, I can't speak to this as, as I haven't served in the military, but, you know, the people that that, that I know that have and, and that we've interviewed, um, you know, as far as having uh, those, uh, really having to think on your feet, make those very quick decisions, uh, being in pressure situations, you know, when you're on the front line, I mean, you're, you're, you know, when you're in the military in whatever capacity, when you're in, you know, you're working for a company, you're working for, and you, you, you have a lot of pressure, a lot of things on your back. You got to turn things around quickly. I mean, you're obviously tapping into those, those, those skills. So I think it's, I mean, it's, if anything, you know, uh, somebody that's serving in the military might even be better prepared, uh, to, to, you know, work in, in, in corporate America by having, you know, just, just gone through the, those experiences. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a positive, uh, I guess, attribute and that should be embraced. Absolutely. I was just going to echo what Jordan had just um, mentioned. I mean, certainly also Eric on the, the diversity aspect, it's a very diverse military, but, also on the the skill set, we kind of one of the areas that we target are people who were Navy nuclear technicians or engineers, and the the kind of the thought line is if you can if you can take care of a of a you know of the central plant on a nuclear submarine well below the surface of the ocean, and you know be proactive in that and manage that and keep your your CO updated and do all you know basically keep your crew alive <laughs> underwater. You can handle pretty much the majority of the problems or just about any problem that's going to come to you when managing the facilities of a hospital, say, or a college or a corporation or manufacturing plant. I mean, because you have so many more resources at your disposal that you wouldn't have underseas. So the problem solving, in addition, the leadership, in addition to the technical skills are, are critical, that in-the-moment problem solving, uh, we we really value that, and it um, it's it comes in spades to those to those individuals who have served. Absolutely. Let let me jump in because I I want to uh, actually from my experience too something that you said is I, I've been career IT actually and IT is always changing as everyone you know you can just see it in your everyday world from your phone to your laptop. So I think that's another reason why people who've been in military and been in those kind of action-packed roles, IT will keep you from being bored. I'm the type of person I know I need 
change. I need. I like to be on the bleeding edge. I like the latest and greatest. And I think that that's also another uh, facet of, of when you map what you do in the military and then coming out into the civilian. If you don't want something mundane or boring, STEM is for you, definitely. And then the other piece that I was going to say, too, is that I, I recall, and we still can see evidence that the military is on the bleeding edge of a lot of technology. A lot of technology gets handed off to corporate America. Somewhere had roots, uh, all the way back to even sometimes the astronaut program. That's where they try out the latest and the greatest. So uh, sometimes they might even be ahead of the curve when it comes to thinking outside the box and, and pushing the envelope. So there is definitely we want to leverage uh, on both sides. I think it's a win-win situation um, when they make that, that translation. And one of the things that I, I want to make sure that we do for our audience, and, 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 and Scott, want to give you the opportunity, and then Eric, you as well, but let our audience know how do they get uh, in touch with Sodexo, um, what type of, uh, you know, um, programs that you, not just your programs, but where they might find you. Uh, you talked about uh, some of the career fairs and virtual career fairs, but just kind of walk them through how they make that contact with you all. You bet. This yeah, is sorry. Scott. Um, I'll, I'll be happy yes. to start. So if one of the uh, one of the things we've done on Sodexo, uh, sodexofacilitiesjobs.com, is a site, and we have a, a link on there called Resources, and we actually have all the social profiles of our recruiters that support the facilities, uh, um, the facility space, and that includes our clinical technology management. We have a similar site called sedexoitjobs.com, and that has a, a similar thing. So, if the nice thing about that is you can you can see the recruiters and the specific vertical markets they support, such as healthcare or education, and on some of them we even specify the region of the country, and you can connect with them on LinkedIn or Twitter and have a direct access to those recruiters. I would definitely recommend doing that. Again, it's on sedexofacilitiesjobs.com, and then one of the links on the top is called Resources, and it, it says Meet Our Team, and then that you can find all those individuals there. That would, and you can also, you know, obviously search for jobs, but it's always nice having an actual recruiter. Who do I contact, a person? And that's one of the reasons we put that out there. Excellent, excellent. And, and Eric, you as well, would you share with us how people get in contact? Yes. Uh, ja th thanks, Jacqueline. Uh, they can uh, contact us at CACI Veteran Support, all one word, CACI Veteran Support at CACI.com, and that connects us with us, and that starts the, uh, our relationship with the veterans. Or if you're a, you know, a company and you haven't started a veteran hiring program and you want to start one, you know, please reach out to me because uh, you know, I'd love to uh, uh, share what we've learned so far with our veteran hiring program over the years. Absolutely excellent. Um, the and and the other thing that I wanted to emphasize uh, that was Eric. Uh, 
And the other thing I wanted to emphasize, something that Jordan had mentioned, was that, and it, and it came out uh, both, I think, Scott and Eric mentioned it as well, about networking. And Jordan had pointed out that we met through BDPA. And BDPA being the Black Digital Professional Associations, but there's also the Latin Association. We're friends with uh, the LISTA Association. Yeah. There's women organizations, women in technology, mm-hmm. peace tech. Um, these are organizations that welcome veterans with open arms, uh, are there to do some of that early mentoring and coaching. Uh, some of us, we've lived through every scenario you can imagine, <laughs> uh, like David said, uh, getting that those no's and how to deal with those no's. You know, a big topic is branding yourself. Um, um, so come out and reach out to those organizations, become a member, and you don't have to wait until you retire. We love uh, active duty, uh, yeah. at any stage of your career. It's just about networking with like-minded people, people who are career-minded, and that's one of the things in IT. You need to have that ongoing network um, in order to keep up with the latest and greatest. So, um, you know, I, I just want to reiterate that. Um, Jordan had lightly touched upon that, but I just yes. wanted to emphasize that. Yes, absolutely. We're, we yeah. are – yes. We are about careers, not just a job. We are we are talking about careers, they, uh, jo- uh, type of careers that are going to change people's lives. You're not going to have to worry about what you're going to do next week or what you're going to do. It's just how you're going to do it and how you're going to grow. That's what that's the difference between a career and a and a job. So uh, we're trying to get people career-minded as opposed to job-minded. Uh, if, you, if you think of your job as a career, then you're going to nurture it. It's, it's, it's a, it's a mm-hmm. living thing entity. You're going to nurture it. You're going to feed it with additional uh, information because we, you want to be able to provide for your family. And if you stay with your career, then you'll be able to grow your family and provide better opportunities for your children. That is, you're more in place uh, to uh, to do that with a career as opposed to just having a job. So we're about building career-minded people. Absolutely. And, Jordan, did you want to add to that? No, I, I think that's a great point, you know. Um, you know, and, 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 and in, in, this, in this area, in the STEM field, which is really the, the growing job uh, area where the, where the jobs are and will continue to, to grow and, and be, in the future, I mean, it's it's it is important, I think, for people to, uh, you know, to to really get involved and in, and uh, with whatever uh, their their interest is, their passion is, um, you know, to to think of it in terms of a long term, you know, and it, uh, opportunity and and like you said, you know, nurture it and uh, that's how you become really good at something too, you know, that's how you you know excel at something you know when you really put in you put in the time you put in you know the work but you know you have to have that um you know that interest and 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 the nice thing about you know uh the publication just on a side note and you know uh as far as um again CACI Sodexo and 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 many other companies out there are really you know helping people uh kind of understand and focus on a specific area uh, that they might not be 
aware of as far as the job opportunity, you know. Um, there's so many different types of uh, jobs out there within STEM. I was talking about that before that. Uh, creating an awareness around um, whether it's, you know, uh, biomedical uh, engineering or, uh, you know, applied mathematics uh, to to help to open the door for people that might not be might have a certain skill set and they might be able to even enhance that and, and, and you know, develop that even more by getting into a, a field that uh, they might not be as familiar with. We want to open up the door and, and for people out there, especially uh, the students, um, you know, to see that there's a lot of different types of, of uh, opportunities in different fields within STEM and for them to learn so they can really develop and, and grow into that, you know, specific uh, career that they decide, the track that they decide to go on. Absolutely. And, and that's that's one of the things. And, and these organizations that we just named, there is also an arm for the uh, young people, too, because we're trying to bring them up early in this um, and get them that exposure uh, so to, to open their, their minds. So mm-hmm. um, even... If the parents aren't in these fields, one of the things is to bring the kids along and get them the exposure. So uh, not just for yourself or even if you're in that. And what we find is a lot of times the the kids might be a little bit resistant, but uh, we go for the immersion uh, approach, and it's like just throw them in there, get them in there, and before they know it, they're they're having fun. So so really excited about that. Let me, I am watching our club, gentlemen, and I so appreciate your time this evening, and I I, want to give each of you an opportunity to give a few closing uh, comments. I'm going to start with Eric, actually, and and make sure that you uh, have an opportunity to tell people again how they can get in contact with you. But any closing remarks of of, of encouragement that you might have uh, for the the veterans, and and just also just to talk about CACI and uh, why it's a great place to work. Okay. Uh, Thank you, Jacqueline. I really think it's uh, it's common sense to hire veterans. Uh, you know, we like to say it's it's a triple win. The veteran wins because you know they get meaningful employment. The customer wins because they get a great employee, and CACI wins because we're able to serve the customer customer and the military. But I, I think there's actually a fourth win. Uh, that's the community wins because they get a valued and productive member of, uh, you know, hometown USA. So, uh, again, hiring veterans uh, to our company, and I think to most companies, is is a no-brainer. And uh, if you want to contact us, uh, you know, please uh, send us an email at support at caci.com. And when you do that, then you've got your uh, advocate at CACI to give you that one-on-one support when you're looking for work. And uh, I, I think I mentioned this, you know, for all great veteran programs, you definitely need support from the top. You have to have that support and throughout the entire organization. And uh you know, one thing, the bedrock of CACI's character is doing the right thing and hiring veterans, giving back to those who have given us so much is doing the right thing. So uh, with that, uh, 
uh, I'd like to say, you know, thank you to everyone that's hiring veterans. And uh, again, thank you all veterans and uh, veteran family members uh, for their service and sacrifice. So thank you, Jacqueline. No, thank you. Thank, thank you again. You, thank thank you. you for being on the show. Thank you for all that you do. Now, just one last time, just to reiterate, would you give us that email address? Yes, it's C-A-C-I Veteran Support. It's all one word at C-A-C-I.com. Excellent. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, and, you know, appreciate all that you, you, you do, and uh, thank you for being on the show. And just want to let you know, as always, uh, you know, Technology Expresso's uh, microphone is open to you. Anytime CACI wants to come back and, and tell us about uh, something exciting going on, you're, you're welcome to, to come back. Yes, and very much. Absolutely. I know a couple of individuals in CACI in the Arlington area. Hmm. Absolutely. And, and now, Scott, let, let me give you the opportunity as well um, as far as Sodexo and any final words you have and, and why Sodexo is also a wonderful place to work. Absolutely. Thank you again for, you know, inviting me to this, this program and for doing this program. It's a, it's a um, I think this is a great service to your audience and gives them a lot of good information. Um, is there, if they're potentially transitioning out of the military or know individuals who are or families of those individuals. And, you know, with Sodexo, I think we have a – we target veterans for their skill sets, but also for the things that they have learned while in the military that are about, you know, teamwork, leadership, service, things that are really important to us. It, it aligns very well with our core values as a company. We're about spirit of service, spirit of progress, and team spirit. And that aligns very well with who we are. And that's from the, we have a, a strong uh, population of individuals within our company who have served from people within our C-suite uh, to people who are just joining our company. And it's highly valued with us, and we greatly appreciate the service that veterans have, have done and, and, and people who are currently serving are doing today. I, I think if you look at one of the things that makes us unique is, you know, it, it, is we are focused on solving those key business challenges of our clients and helping them and, and Sodexo to serve in the communities where we operate. And I think, you know, how that, what does that mean? So you think, okay, well, if you're in a hospital, it's all about serving patients creating a you know the best possible patient experience if you're in a school you know we create an op, you know an environment of of learning uh creating that optimal environment where you can you know get you know learn and and, and go to school and 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 become a future uh contributor to our our country um and, and likewise in a corporation it's about creating an optimal environment for performance and so if that's that's how we kind of operate and i think that you know it I think that's usually exciting to people. Something resonates with them about, you know, serving that, you know, something bigger than just the current job that they're in today. The last part I'll leave on is we're very, I think career development is one of our biggest selling points at Sodexo. We have huge opportunities for growing a career, regardless of what level you're coming in at the organization. Just within our management 
positions and staff, you know, professional staff. We fill about 6,000 of those jobs a year within the U.S. Half of those jobs are over half, actually. It's about, it's about 55%, maybe a little more, are filled with internal candidates, people being promoted or transferring to something maybe that is more in, is interesting to them. And so I, I think that speaks loudly. Half of the positions, over half that we fill a year, are you know, internal employees being promoted or transferring to something new. And so if you're a passionate about the overriding things that we talked about, serving patients, students, people in business, people in the government, um, and you want a place to, to grow a career, I think we have a great opportunity. And the way you can look at that for us is the best thing I would recommend is sodexofacilitiesjobs.com, and then we have a red ribbon that kind of goes across the middle, and a, one of the options is resources, and it brings up a drop-down menu, and then you can see something called Recruiter Connection, and you can recruit, uh, meet with, you can connect right there with all of our recruiters who work in the facilities management uh, and clinical technology management uh, skill sets. So thank you again. We really appreciate the opportunity to be here, and, and, and thank you for everybody who's listening who's a veteran or a, a family member of a veteran for, for your service. We greatly appreciate it. Mm. Yep. Absolutely. And thank you to to you all. And, and you know, as I as you know, David and I are furiously taking notes here, and and definitely going to be sharing that with our, our social media uh, audience after the show. And if you have questions for David or I, you can also uh, email us at technologyexpresso at gmail dot com, and we can get you connected uh, with Jordan, Scott, or Eric. Um, Jordan, I just wanted to let you have a, a, a few final words uh, since you, again, we couldn't have done it without you, uh, and it's been a great program. So if you just had any uh, closing comments you'd like to leave us with. Uh, yeah, look, just happy happy to be able to uh, connect uh, connect everybody. I think it's important. I think, you know, this is a community, um, and I think, you know, the exchange of ideas and, I mean, yeah, ideas and also what, what different organizations are doing and learning from, from each other, uh, you know, to be the platform to help tell the stories and and educate and create awareness for our readers. I mean, that's that's what, you know, that's what our mission is about and to, uh, you know, help open uh, doors for opportunities. So, uh, you know, happy to, uh, to, to, you know, hook everybody up, always happy to do it. And, um, you know, I think everybody benefits from, from, you know, just, just speaking and listening to each other, you know, so that's why it's uh it's nice to uh to bring people together and that's what diversity really is is all about right ultimately i mean it's 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 bringing everybody together from all backgrounds and 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 that's pretty much you know that's that, that's what it, that's a big part of it so you're, you're absolutely right and 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 well said um you know uh and because we all have pieces of the the puzzle and uh, when we bring our pieces together, we really can uh, solve problems, absolutely. So I'm going to let uh, the the other uh, speaker of the, the evening, who's also a veteran, and a success story in many ways, and, and all of the tips that we've been talking about, I know personally that, that you've used them from the, the networking and the branding and, um, you know, have had a very successful career. So. Do you have any uh, last uh, comments for our audience before we uh, 
uh, call it a night. Well, uh, for one, I'd like to uh, uh, appreci- uh, show my appreciation to Scott, uh, Jordan, and Eric for joining us this evening and 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 highlighting what each organization that they represent stands for and how they reach out and enable our veterans to uh, 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 the transition into the uh, workforce. Uh, we we wouldn't be this great country we are with without them, both in the military and outside of the military. They, they We have the right temperament. I, I hate to toot my own horn here, but, um, you know, we, we really – uh, play a, a significant role in society and in our communities. Uh, all of our veterans, uh, disabled veterans as well, they are rising and they have a role and a place at the table. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and they're being represented and enabled to compete uh, for the same uh, for the same jobs that we are competing for. It's, it's a level playing field, mm-hmm. and we that's just how we like it. A level playing field. So uh, we appreciate that what everyone is offering and uh, it's in, it's important. So we look forward to engaging Scott, um, Jordan, and Eric even more um, on this topic and other topics for that, uh, the opportunities that CACI CACI is offering, other opportunities that um, Tedexo is offering. I'm really juiced and excited about that. I'm going to be preaching and, and talking about these organizations for a couple of months here uh, about and, the opportunities that they're offering. Right, and, and they set the bar high. Other organizations need to, to raise their bar uh, to, to be like these organizations. When they started listing their programs, I, that yes. was quite impressive. I, they, I couldn't keep up, absolutely. but that, that's, that's really yes, cool. Yes, they're all over the place, and I've, I've got full, I have full confidence in, in both and all three organizations that, uh, um, that they can step up and uh, provide these transitioning services and education uh, for our veterans. What Sodexo is doing and their partners are doing for people coming out, I mean, wow. I mean, I almost want to go in just so I can come out again. You know? <laughs> no, 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 we're not going to have that. <laughs> you get crazy. Yeah, 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 that'd be a big pay drop, right? <laughs> but, uh, no, uh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm really excited about uh, the opportunities that they're providing. So I'm still engaged with a lot of individuals in the military, those coming out of the military as well, through uh, social media, different Air Force groups on Facebook um, and in LinkedIn as well. So I'm, you know, I can't wait to dive into social media and talk about the different opportunities that Sodexo and CACI are offering for our military and preach about uh, diversity in action and uh, the type of information that they can find in that in that magazine and each one of those publications. I'm excited. Absolutely. One thing, and and, and Jordan, um, we just got the September-October issue, so we're still marinating and digesting that. Do you have any hints for us of what's next after the October issue? Yeah, yeah, actually um, uh, exciting. Um, Kind of on just like uh, coming out pretty soon, uh, at the end of this month, we have our fall education special, um, which we're excited about, you know, uh, really uh, geared a bit more for the uh, students that are, are graduating um, college, uh, students even in high school, um, and to, to, to highlighting, um, you know, or companies, uh, their internship and co-op programs, uh, you know, corporate STEM scholarships, uh, women of color in STEM, um, you know, women 
that may are in the workforce, you know, maybe two, three years to be able to uh, where people are graduating or, or about to or, or studying to to see people that are out there in the workforce that haven't been there so long, but long enough where they can they can learn um, from them and read, you know, some exciting stories uh, there. And then, you know, the cover story um, we're excited about, uh, you know, the intersection of arts and um, uh, and technology within STEM, as you know, is is STEAM. Um, you know, the other the part of the the acronym, and I know the A also can go towards agriculture. Uh, but you know, in this case, uh, we we're featuring the cover stories on the Urban Arts Partnership, uh, which is a great organization out of uh, New York. They also have uh, a division in Los Angeles, and they help. Um, uh, kids from the inner city, uh, a lot of high school kids, I even think middle school kids might even be younger, uh, learn uh, subject matter through uh, incorporating the arts and technology. And, uh, you know, so gaming and coding and music technology and film editing, uh, you know, using, you know, different parts of the brain um, that are helping also develop the parts of the brain for the science and math uh, because the, apparently – uh, you know, they're the left hemisphere and the right hemisphere are interchangeable. I learned that actually it's in our most re recent issue too. We did an article on a gentleman named Patrick Hunter from Hewlett Packard, um, who is the, uh, steam ambassador. He's a software engineer, but he's also a painter and he paints to rhythm. Um, and, uh, so, you know, we're, we're touching on that and the artistic chair of, uh, of the urban arts, uh, partnership is Rosie Perez. Um, so, you know, Rosie will be on the cover with uh, the other two, uh, with the CEO and um, uh, another, uh, somebody else that's involved with, um, you know, promote or that works at Urban Arts. So uh, we're excited about, you know, that issue that's coming out in uh, September, um, latter part of September, early October. So that, that's what we got going on. And then, and, uh, and then we're also working on our um, – we closed that one, the November-December issue, um, which has a focus around disabilities. So, uh, you know, that's, that's you know, the last one of the year, and then we have the calendar that we put together for next year. So that, that's, you know, that's, what we, that's, that's what's on the table. Absolutely, absolutely. And, yes, uh, Jordan, as a matter of fact, I remember reading that article in this uh, edition of Diversity in Action about Patrick Hunter, and he calls himself Pat Casso. <laughs> yes, Pat Casso. Yeah, very interesting. You know, I spoke with Pat, and um, you know the just you know the fact that he's a painter, but he's also a software engineer, and just talking about and I've you know I've had conversations with him about you know how the art you know being in, engaged in in the arts on really any level uh, also can help stimulate that part of the brain um, on the math and and on the science uh, side that that really can help with engaged uh, people in STEM. So, yeah, good stuff. Absolutely, because you still got that creative problem-solving side. Yeah. But, that's but, STEAM, right? That, that, that's the arts in it. That's what makes STEAM, full steam ahead. Absolutely. But yes, I, have yes, to, to, I, I have the hard job tonight of being the timekeeper <laughs> because no. we know as you <laughs> we could we could talk about this for a a while and um but but I will say to 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 Jordan that um 
please let, let's uh, talk about, let's do some more of these. Love having some guests from the magazine on just to give the audience just a, a, a little taste because you still have to get the magazine. You still Absolutely. need to download the magazine because you heard him run down that litany yeah, yeah. of what's coming. These are these issues are packed. I know that we're, we're I'm two episodes behind. They're like they're like a fine album, you know, that you want to go back <laughs> and play again. I, I I know we have both of those editions around the house here, and I can't wait to thumb back through them again. Absolutely. Every time you go through, you discover more. So, ladies and gentlemen, visit diversityinaction.net. Um, um, look forward to that next issue. Make sure you're on the mailing list so you don't miss an issue. Um, and, again, um, I think at this time we're going to call it an evening. Everybody, we've got a lot to digest. And, again, if you need more information about anything you heard on the show tonight, need to contact someone, just email us at technologyexpresso at gmail.com. And with that, we are going to say... Good evening. Good evening and good night. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. You've been listening to Technology Expresso Cafe Radio. Visit our website portal at www.technologyexpresso.com for a full list of broadcast archives, social media handles, and upcoming shows. Keep up with Technology Expresso while on the go by texting the word LAUNCH to 41411. That's texting the word LAUNCH to 41411. Thanks again, everyone. And remember, listen, learn, leverage, launch. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.